Episode 163 of the Drive-By Podcast, sponsored by Les Delices Lafrenet. Five outstanding Montreal locations, including one in the South Shore on Tachereau in Brossard. It's Les Delices Lafrenet and their newly expanded store. Check them out also online at lesdelicelafrenet.com. Baton Rouge Grill House and Bar with their newly renovated and expanded restaurant in the heart of downtown Montreal. Check them out. Early evening dinner, weekends with family, friends, or co-workers after a tough 9 to 5. It's batonrouge.ca. To get your 99.9% pure water reverse osmosis Kinetico system, get all the details at kinetico.ca or check out groupilco.com in Montreal or trailappliances.com in Alberta. It's Kinetico. This is The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. The Drive-By Podcast, brought to you by Own Space. I'd like to welcome the Prime Minister back from his $80,000 vacation, which he got for free. He said, like most Canadians, friends welcomed him for that vacation. He took two, not one, but two private jets paid for by the taxpayer, uh, burning 100 tons of greenhouse gases into the atmosphere. He wants to tax the heat and the food of Canadians. Did he pay the full carbon tax on each of the 100 tons of emissions that he put into the atmosphere as part of his $80,000 vacation? Episode 163, what's going on? Freeway Frank, welcome to the Tuesday edition. I will have a guest in on tomorrow's edition one day earlier, just to wrap up the month of January with back-to-back episodes of the drive-by hope you're doing all right can you believe this guy and i don't mean pierre polyev i mean can you believe the prime minister of canada justin trudeau and his high flying around the world in this case his holiday in jamaica well that was addressed today at question period in our parliament buildings not their parliament buildings our as the people our parliament buildings paid for by the taxpayers everything is paid for by the taxpayers including the two planes that headed over to jamaica mon uh, my uh, father-in-law's J- jamaican just in case anybody says oh frank with the racial sh- slurs i can say jamaican mon i, I could say whatever bro okay I don't, I don't have to link myself to anybody to justify it even though i just did that's what white guilt gives you by the way yeah you have to justify. You have to. You have to make sure everyone knows you have a gay friend, a gay family member, um, a black friend, a Chinese friend, whatever. Before you make any kind of comment along those lines, it's just to protect you from what I don't know, because I don't need protection, and uh, I, I, cancel me. I don't care. I've been there, done that. So Justin Trudeau, you would think, is he going to answer now? If I was the prime minister. And I had the leader of the opposition going after my ass. Whether it was true or not that I took two planes to Jamaica, I would say, here's the deal. Here's why I took two planes. And I did it because whatever. Answer the question. He never answers the question. Warming climate causes droughts. 
Droughts damage crops. Damage crops increase the food of gro- the cost of groceries. And yet, the Conservative Party cannot even agree on whether or not climate change is real. You know, once and for all, that's an opportunity that you have. You prepare. You come into question period. I would prepare. Okay, I would get all the people working with me, assistants. Uh, I don't know what he uses. Um, whoever is part of his uh, small caucus, right? And I would just make sure. And this is what they do usually. They they do have a you know a, a counter argument, whatever the case is. But not in Trudeau's Liberal Party. In Trudeau's Liberal Party, when they go after him in any way, he ignores and continues. Whereas you, uh, there's no doubt in my mind when Pierre Polyev will, will be the Prime Minister of Canada, he will answer, because he always answers the question. He'll answer the question, or he'll say when he was eating the apple, remember when he was eating the apple? He was basically saying, who said that? Uh, wh- 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 who made that comment? What, who, like, so he was asking, doesn't matter if he's snarky, doesn't matter if he, he was being condescending, he was saying, he was answering the question directly, which Trudeau never does. And then Double P comes back with this response. Tons of those emissions in the atmosphere for his personal vacation. This is high tax, high flying, high carbon hypocrisy. Meanwhile, Canadians in Edmonton are facing, we're facing minus 50 degree temperatures on which they were paying carbon taxes just to, to heat their homes and stay alive. Given that he gives himself a free vacation at other people's expense, will he at least allow Canadians to heat their homes without his tax? Perfect. Absolutely perfect ending right there by Pierre Polyev. Exactly. Cut it. Give Canadians some relief. Just the way you, Justin, got relief. Go in and spend some time at your friend's place that was taken care of by your friends. I'm not saying... If you don't have good friends in your life, I've had good friends in my life do nice things for me. But when you're the prime minister of Canada and when Canada, your country that you're supposed to be leading is where it is, not in good shape, you would have to be completely and utterly tone deaf to go on a vacation like that. Then, of course, there's always some kind of mess up with the planes and the second plane goes there. I mean... In your mind, okay, in your mind, you, you have to be thinking, okay, of all the possibilities. How is this going to look if, number one, people find out I'm at somebody's extraordinary resort where it cost you know, him nothing, but it was like $84,000. Then how's that going to look to the rest of Canadians who are suffering right now? That's number one. Number two, what if this plane were to break down and we had this fiasco again? What fiasco, you may ask? Well, the fiasco of the second plane, the third plane, whatever, mechanical problem, got to send another one, more carbon emissions. And this guy talks about climate change all the time, and he's the poster boy, one of the poster boys for climate change, or poster people. And, and, and look, what it comes down to here is you, if, if you, you got to lead by example. So look, if at least he were leading by example and saying, you know, I'm not going to go, on vacation this year uh, because uh, Canadians, you know, uh, we don't need that extra pollution in the air, number one, for climate. Number two, we don't need to um, to be spending anybody's money, no matter what, where the money is coming from, 
for whatever service he enjoys as the prime minister and and how it's going to look right how it's going to make him seem like and uh, i'm going to stay at my whatever chalet or whatever up the street uh, up north uh, mont tremblant you know an hour from montreal whatever spend a quiet christmas uh, by the fire or snowshoeing or, or whatever he could have done to show he was being at least canadian but no he headed down south and really south to enjoy a luxury vacation that's why i will never like this guy because he doesn't care what people think i always say this by the way he doesn't care what, what canadians think in general he pretends to care he has that smugness about him he always seems like he's listening to you right and he's trying to, to relate to everyday canadians he can't relate to everyday canadians he never will and that's not to say that people with money can't relate to people who don't have money but a lot of the people that have money came from nothing and for the ones that are trying to hold on to it they're doing something to hold on to it sure there are a lot of people there are a lot of justin trudeau's out there okay trust fund babies people that have money within the family i'm not about to say they're all nice people because i met a lot of jerks with money but i've also met some of the nicest people with money and if you have any kind of wealth built up any kind of money and you live a pretty decent life as a canadian the last thing you want to be doing is bragging or showing other people that you're living above them that's not to say that's not to say that look i live my life okay and i had a car spon sponsorship for many years when i worked on the radio but uh, but guess what i'm still driving my old car now since i lost that car sponsorship i haven't <laughs> purchased the new car why for the moment okay at some point i will but i do things when i want to do things in other words I like the car. I want to buy a new car. Now's the right time. I don't do it because I give a shit what people think. Because if I did, I would have been in a brand new car immediately because how would it look like? But I'm not. Now, eventually I will be in a new car, but that's because I appreciate that brand. I appreciate this model. I'll do it, but I won't do it to keep up with the Joneses. As a matter of fact, everybody in my neighborhood, and I, I'm not going to lie. I live in a really nice neighborhood. Okay. By the way, I could never say that when I was on the radio. Frank, never say that because uh, people won't be able to connect with you. Okay, why? So I worked really hard and I live in a really nice neighborhood. But I, I tell you, everybody in my neighborhood has a nicer vehicle than me or two or three on their driveway. I had some nice vehicles. But now I have one vehicle. Still nice, but it's an older vehicle. And I'm okay with that for now. So where am I going with all this? Where am I? Where I'm going with all this is... There's nothing wrong with being successful and showing people that you're on vacation or showing people that you're on whatever this flight to wherever it is and all that. That's okay. But it's when you do it in a way that is bragging. It's like, you know, you're, you're on a business or first class flight and you're, you don't hide it in any kind of way. You got to show everybody you're on that flight. You got to show everybody this is the purse you bought. You got to show everybody like it's obvious. I'm not saying if it's in the background, you know how people put pictures on Instagram and the purse is in the background with their drink and all that. It's mostly younger generations that do this, but I've noticed a lot of people in my generation or even older generations doing this on on facebook it makes no sense you look like a moron we know you have money or for the most part we know you don't okay and, and we know uh you're spending a lot of money whatever good, good for you nobody cares 
So this is the thing, like you don't want to shove it down people's throats. But sometimes it happens. You're in your hot tub, you're in your pool, you're in the, you're in the, the fruits of your labor, that's fine. But, you know, it comes up every now and then, that's one thing. It's, it's on every day for every single thing you do. It's, it's you're bragging and people don't like you when you do that. They don't like you. It's as simple as that. Or they ignore really quick. Or maybe even mute your stories. A lot of people do that. People, especially during hard times, don't want to see people having great times. They don't. Now, there's nothing wrong, again, with being who you are. But if being who you are is a selfish prick like Justin Trudeau, then it's hard to hide it in any way you try to. Let's talk about some of the meetings that Justin Trudeau and his uh, boyfriend, Jag Meet Singh, have been having. Apparently, these are secret meetings, but they're definitely talking about this. And this is not good. And why would they be conniving or colluding like they already are with their coalition? And working on changing the electoral system here in Canada to benefit who? To benefit us, Canadians? No. To benefit them and only them. It's the only reason why the leader of the NDP, JAG, is still hanging on because he wants his pension. Do you know that if MPs hang on to about, I think it's six years, whatever it is, they get a full pension, and it's a massive one for the rest of their lives. So by he knows that if something goes wrong and he loses that, he loses that pension. After all the work he's put in, as a civil servant, he's going to lose his pension? No. So he colludes. <laughs> That's the negative word. Or he starts a coalition with Trudeau to keep Trudeau in power. And then the left together is able to stay in until 2025 till an election is called. That's number one. That's the, that's the number one scam, okay? But that's the parliamentary system. The number two scam is what they're trying to do right now. What they're trying to do is they're trying to decrease from 18, make it a legal age for voting, to 16. Why would they do this? Well, because they know younger people. I mean, heck, when I started, when I started voting, my first, first I mean, I'm even embarrassed to say this, but that's okay. I'm transparent. When I was 18, First time I voted, I voted NDP, and it was for um, the late Ed Broadbent, who just passed away a couple of weeks ago. I voted NDP first time. Then it was liberal up until I moved to Calgary. Then I had the Great Awakening. Then, I, then it was conservative. But I never voted for Mulroney, progressive conservatives, none of that stuff. I voted liberal when liberal was more center. Then eventually it was conservative, and it's been conservative for a while, but the conservatives been losing. Aaron O'Toole, Andrew Scheer. And if Pierre Poliev loses, well, I'm going to think something's up because that's almost impossible for that to happen now. Okay, so they want to bring the age, the legal age, voting age from 18 to 16. That's number one. Then, okay, so again, the liberals and new Democrats are exploring this, allowing an expanded three-day voting period during general elections. So imagine... It's always worked in the past. We never had problems. You ever notice, well, maybe you weren't around, but if you are old enough to, to have been around for a while, back in the day, there was never these, never these issues. They counted ballots. That's it. We never had issues ever. 
Then they introduced all these other things, and it's like nonstop issues, especially in the United States. So they now want to allow an expanded three-day voting period during general elections. Can you imagine? They can't even get it done within a day. It's not even, it was never even a day. It was a night. People voted in a day, during the day, till late at night. By the next morning, or by, it wasn't even the next morning, by after midnight, we knew, sometimes before midnight, who the next prime minister would be, who the next president would be. Now, it's a fiasco. It's a disaster. And then that's where all the conspiracy theories begin. They begin right there. Because uh, in the past, this never happened. Or in the past, somebody wouldn't have this crazy lead, and by the next morning, the person who was so behind became the winner. It's insane. So three days. Can you imagine what you could do in three days? Now, I'm not suggesting, I'm not one of those conspiracy theorists that suggest that the election or elections of the past, either in Canada or the United States, have been rigged. Very tough to rig, even especially in the parliamentary system. Easier to rig in the United States. There's no doubt about it. I've watched the 2,000 mules. I'm very aware of fraud happening, election fraud happening in many different states during the last election in the United States. But do I believe that, that Trump won it and they were able to spin those votes and, uh, and, th- and therefore, when they did that, the fraud put Joe Biden in as president? No, I don't. I believe, and I've always said it, that Trump got 156 million votes in November of 2020. 75 million were for him, and that was 10 million more than Barack Obama. And 81 million were against him. This was a referendum on <laughs> Donald Trump. This wasn't 81 million votes for the guy who can barely walk and barely speak, blah, 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 blah. very sad. We're all going to be there one day. But I'll tell you, when I start doing that, it'll be game over. And I don't even have kids. So I, if my wife's not around or I'm not taken care of by somebody, you're going to end up in a, in a place you don't want to be, God forbid. Now, Joe Biden's going to be taken care of no matter what. But he needs to be in a retirement home, yet alone a nursing home, instead of being president of the United States in the Oval Office. That's insane. People think Trump being president was insane. Joe Biden being president is insane. The leader of the free world. Is that guy, that frail man, is representing the biggest superpower in the world? Of the free world? So imagine expanding to three days. What can happen in three days? How about allowing voters, this is number two, there's three things, the three pillars of the liberals and new Democrats, Jag and Justin. It's like they're a, they're a new duo, Hall and Oates. A Jay-Z and Beyonce. This is their three pillars to uh, changing the electoral process of Canada, allowing voters to cast their ballots at any polling station. <laughs> yeah, this one's, this one's amazing. At any polling place within their riding. Just make it as easy as possible. In other words... You know, it's hard to go to your own, and I'm being very facetious, very sarcastic here, but it's very difficult to go to your own polling station, which is usually around the corner. But now they're going to let you anywhere in your jurisdiction vote. Okay, so they want to make it as easy as possible because they know, look, this is just facts. Who votes for the most part? Seniors, people from older generations that have them in, in them, younger generations, 
vote when they do vote okay and they get out there they do vote early like young people voting for the first time are excited about it and then they become apathetic at some point i've never missed an election anytime anywhere any election provincial federal whatever never missed because i believe in that i believe in the electoral process the way it's always been and your vote does mean something it really does and we live in a free and democratic society that's our right and I'm never going to give that up. But look, up until uh, and still, uh, women uh, voting is has always been way under men. And I'm not saying that to be sexist. I'm saying that because that's that's a fact. Look it up. So when uh, you expand it to younger people, younger people, uh, I mean, I mean, look, we know now what they're teaching kids in school, and it's woker than ever. I don't even know if that's a word. More woke than ever. And so they know, make it to, to bring it down to 16. We're going to get two years more of younger people voting for who? They ain't going to be voting conservative. They're going to be voting for the liberals or the NDP. Brilliant. They're not as stupid as I thought. But they're conniving, you know what? And number three, this is my favorite one, improving the mail-in ballot process. Oh, yeah, because, you know, it works so well already, and we know how much of a scam that is. But now improving the mail-in ballot process with both accessibility and maintaining integrity in mind. Oh, I like how they throw that, but improving it. So by, by um, improving it, can you imagine they allowed for mailing in for an even longer period of time? And... Because they know this is another fact. You can look it up, especially in the United States. Conservative voters, right-leaning voters, Republican, Tories here in Canada, they, they don't mail in. They go in and they vote. But on the left-hand side, past the duchy on the left-hand side, on the, uh, the, especially the real left, they mail in. They, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they came up with an app. You know, It's, it's apps, it's mail, it's whatever... Is, how do I not show up? Okay, I'll do that. So all these things benefit these people. That's why they're doing it. And these are dangerous times. When you see this happening, there's nothing that benefits the entire process. It only benefits them. And you need to worry about this. Another thing you need to worry about if you're Canadian, because I'm worrying about it. Since the whole thing came down last week, with the Federal Court of Canada saying it was unjust, unreasonable, unconstitutional for the Federal Emergencies Act to have been invoked by the Liberals and Trudeau. Nothing has happened. No slap, no slap on the hand, no slap on the face, nothing. He hasn't even addressed it. Christia Freeland said a few words, and now a few words from the, um, okay, I was going to say something mean. I don't want to be mean. You could make up your uh, your own mind about this character, Christia Freeland. And so I played that on uh, a previous podcast, mentioning how uh, you know it was so ma matter of factly, yeah, yeah, and so uh, you know it's always like that. And uh, he hasn't said a thing. How could he not address the big? So he lets again, he lets other people clean up his shit. That is Justin Trudeau in a nutshell. After eight years. And personally, I'm done with this, with this crap. And I'm starting to feel many other people. I see more and more people who are on the liberal side that are going to be bouncing over. That's why his polling numbers are dropping like crazy. Anyway, let's talk about 
Let's talk about other stuff because uh, I'm going to I'm going to lose my mind completely here if I just uh, stick to this. I took a long break, you know, a long uh, vacation from um, I took a vacation. And guess how much it cost me? 84 cents, not $84,000. 84 cents was the vacation I took from Justin Trudeau. Not talking about him for a while. But now, when these things keep coming out, it's just, it's just, it's great content, number one. And number two, how do I not talk about it? All right, get back to episode 163 in just a second. It is brought to you by Les Delis Lafrenet. And Les Delis Lafrenet Brossard with her newly expanded store on Tashero Boulevard. You go in there, you got an amazing selection of desserts cupcakes cake strawberry shortcake cappuccino cannoli they've got it all for a birthday party maybe this weekend whatever you're celebrating in your life they'll make you even a themed cake you know i was talking about uh, people who take pictures on instagram with their louis vuitton in the background they'll, they'll make a louis vuitton cake if that's what the person likes or if they're a kansas city chiefs fan uh, god forbid or uh <laughs> By the way, I don't even follow football. Or the San Francisco 49ers. They'll do that too. They'll put the logo on. That's what they're all about. Making your celebration even better with the best desserts. It's Les Delis Lafrenet with five locations, including the South Shore location in my home hood of Brossard. Les Delis Lafrenet.com. Baton Rouge Grillhouse and Bar. Get ready because coming up in just a few days, I'll be making an announcement on how you can spend valentine's at baton rouge with the one you love so check in again next week for that and meanwhile 29 locations find out the closest baton rouge to you by going on their website at batonrouge.ca well you'll also see their incredible menu they've got all these great appetizers including the spinach dip one of my favorites and uh, look Times are, uh, they're not easy. We know. I started this podcast by talking about question period, Canadian Parliament today, and uh, the PM spending 84000 of not his money on his Christmas vacation. People are suffering. People are having a tough time. So if I tell you, you could have a meal at Baton Rouge for $30, and that includes their signature barbecue ribs and... An amazing soup like you've never had before. Creamy potato soup. It's the duo only for 30 bucks and available till February 25th at Baton Rouge Grillhouse and Bar. Life is better with Kinetico Water. Experience a well-hydrated life. Water that is freed of both natural and man-made issues. Water that tastes better. 99.9% pure water. I've had this system now for 15 years. And if I tell you, this is the best water I've ever tasted, take my word for it, this is the best water you'll ever taste and for a reason. Connecticut in Montreal, you could get your system at groupilco.com. In Alberta, at trailappliances.com, ask for Roger. Life is better with Connecticut water. All right, I thought I was done talking about Trudeau, but I just realized, did I even mention, I didn't even talk about the clapping. And Trudeau went to the um, hockey game in Ottawa the other night, Women's Hockey League. He, um, he was clapping uncontrollably and like a complete and utter lunatic. I'm sure you've seen the video by now. I put it up as the podcast, drive-by podcast promo uh, yesterday as I was promoting my show. And he was clapping at the fact that I was saying a uh, new podcast coming out. This podcast you're listening to. 
I got I got to troll any way I can, but uh, intelligently, you know, a little a little smarter, not just attack, but a, a attack with style. Okay, and it's not even attacking; it's uh, it's criticism, and he deserves all the criticism, negative criticism in the world because this guy cannot get a base hit. He can't even bunt. He can't even get a walk to first base. He's he, he's a complete and utter strikeout king. So he's at this game, even though I'm making baseball references and I'm talking hockey, he's at the game, and he's clapping, he's doing this. So he starts, and it's like normal clapping, and then it gets into almost like, now if it, it had gone any slower, it would have been you know that wiser years, wiser uh, alcoholic uh, beverage. Uh, I shouldn't even be giving them a plug because um, they don't pay me. But you know that one where they, they actually do this, the wiser years? Well, this one started like a normal clap. Everybody was clap. Everybody in that place was clapping normally. And then Trudeau does this. He's like going 100 miles an hour. And I thought I had to check it three or four times to see if it was sped up. And it wasn't sped up. He was just clapping like a, a complete nut job. The best part, if you watch the video, because I didn't play it long enough on my Instagram story. But if you just go uh, search it. Okay, on YouTube, you'll find it. Yeah, You'll see his daughter's right next to him. And his daughter literally gives him the look like you are a nut job. <laughs> you are psycho dad. It, it, the look on her face, you have to see it. I'm not making this up. Like when she realizes, why is he getting in my face? Because he starts, you know, it, it starts, he starts clapping uncontrollably. Then it was probably loud to her and they were in this big arena regardless. And she's probably then looking at her dad like, what are you doing? Everything he does, he does to the power of like a hundred, right? I don't know if it's because He's not the attraction. You know, there's actually, there's a game going on there and no one's paying attention to the fact he's there. So he has to do something to show, or he's just like super, super excited, super excited at the fact that he's at a women's hockey league game. I don't know. Um, that's great. They have a hockey league. I'm not saying anything bad about it. I'm just saying maybe he's just, he has to show. He has to show. Hey, look, I'm here. I'm not in an NHL hockey game. I'm at the women's hockey league game. Yeah, uh, uh, me, Mr. We know. You don't have to tell us. We we know you're Mr. Everything. Mr. Wonderful. That should be his title. Mr. Wonderful. That Yes, at least he's the only one that thinks that. It's just unbelievable to me that this keeps... <laughs> you could have an eternity of content about Justin Trudeau. You can. It just never ends. Wait a day. A day. No, even when he's on vacation or he's somewhere else. There's so much content because he's the gift that keeps on giving. He never goes away. Like, take a break, guy. When you're off, you're off. Like, stop tweeting. Stop stop doing stupid things. Can you not go to a hockey game? Just sit down. Hang out with your daughter and your son who seem like good kids. I'm not going to attack them. Not their fault. They have Justin as their dad. But at the end of the day, it's still their father. So I'm not going to say anything about Justin the father. I'm sure he's a good dad, but I don't know, right? But you're at the game with your son and daughter. But like, just be normal. Just act normal. Stop it with this, always having to to put on some kind of show or the cameras are on you. Justin, the cameras are on you. They're going to pick up everything. Just act normal. Clap normal. We know if you're at the game, well then, 
you're at the game. You don't have to clap excessively to show, yeah, I really love this new women's hockey league, which is it. That's what his brain tells him. That's the way he's wired, right? He has to do stuff like that to show everybody, yeah, I love this. This is amazing. You know, can't take this guy. Can't take this guy anymore. I got to say, I spent a lot of time watching reels on Instagram, not because I don't have, you know, anything better to do because I do, but I find lately, I don't know if the algorithms have been adjusting, but I just get things that give me ideas, you know, content for the podcast. And it just seems like when I was in radio, uh, this wasn't a thing, these reels, right? I don't even think it was around because there's so many good ideas that you pick up and more and more people like everybody as i said in the dog and uncle and aunt and extra neighbor are doing reels everybody's an influencer so here's one anyway here's one i saw girls girls only fart in front of men they love who comes up with this shit no pun intended girls only fart in front of men they love if you don't hear her fart you don't have her heart. Now, I imagine this is partially true because if a woman is comfortable enough to let one go, to blast the room with you there, it means she's very comfortable with you. But uh, how comfortable do you want her to be in front of you when it comes to that? It's still bodily function. It's not nice, okay? I, I try not to fart around my... My wife, uh, you know, but I do because I'm not going to like, my wife has the audacity sometimes to say, you know what she says to me? She goes, especially if it's a potent one, which usually I don't do those, those ones, okay? Because I don't want to be disrespectful. I try to do it somewhere else. But if just by chance, it's a putrid smelling one, she'll say, can't you just get up? And go to the bathroom like any normal human being would. Imagine my wife thinks, how many times she said this to me, that I have to go to the bathroom to fart. Like, where do you come from? You grew up in Alberta. You're Canadian. But where do you get these theories, stuff? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to the bathroom to fart in my own house. Like I understand if I'm at work. Now, I did that a couple of times at work. I, I rarely, unless it was a mistake or a total emergency, and I would look at my co-host, Natasha, my producer, Tom or Lee, and go, guys, sorry, it slipped or whatever the case is, okay? But I don't think Natasha ever farted in, in the nine years I worked with her. Not in front of me. If she did, they were silent and uh, unsmelling. But I tell you, I tell you, I used to get up, open the door, especially when it was early and nobody was walking the hallways, leave the studio and fart in the hallway. And I would even do the extra weight so that I wouldn't bring the smell into the studio. That's the kind of guy I am. If it was really bad, then I'd go to the washroom. If I really had to, like there were a lot of people, I would go to the washroom. But that's embarrassing too, because if there's anyone in there and you're farting, even if it's silent and you stay there long enough, well, they know you're blasting farts. And, and, but why is it embarrassing? It's, it's a human thing to do. But if you think in my own house... No, but listen, I love my wife, but I never agreed to that deal ever because now if like, especially you get to a certain age, it's like, well, I'm in my own home. I got to go to the bathroom to f no stuff. So 
Look, I try to be respectful, but if it happens, it happens, okay? And then I noticed a few times in the last couple of years, because COVID made everybody a little bit too comfortable, right? We were around our partners a lot during that time, a lot, as in 24-7. And many couples didn't make it, make it through that. Actually, the divorce rate from the pandemic was, um, was pretty high, was higher than usual from what I hear. What is it? Usually just under 50%, one in two. It was higher than that during COVID. A lot of people ended their relationships because they realized the people they were with after spending so much time with them was not necessarily the person they wanted to be with for the rest of their life. So they ditched each other. But uh, I, that's when I started noticing because in the first years of a relationship, uh, no one's farting in front of anybody. Even guys are respectful. Then when you get really comfortable, guys will start. And then occasionally, like, I think my wife farted in front of me in 17 years. I'm going to say 17 times. It's like once a year. It never, it rarely happens. But I noticed lately it's happened a few more times. And it's not like she has looser, I was going to say looser lips <laughs> or anything like that. But it's just, I, I, and it can be she's getting more comfortable because she's very comfortable around me. She doesn't she's always, you know doesn't hide her body and she's always naked around me and well not always not 24 7 but you know what i'm saying she doesn't hide that i'm more vulnerable in front of her especially depending on where i am when it comes to certain things you know you want to be clean and everything but uh, sometimes it's winter months go by it's like oh, yeah, i'm gonna keep my pants on the lights are, okay whatever i got to do you know you know what i'm talking about right so yeah i just noticed a couple of times in the last month she's she's let a few go here and there i don't like it i don't like it i don't like it because to me and i'm not saying she's she's uh she has a, a pristine culo or anything like that like say it's holier than thou no she's human too but i just don't like it why because she's my wife and i love her and uh, i'm attracted to her uh when she farts there's nothing attractive about it and i can't imagine me farting it being any better for her but women seems to have women seem to have a better tolerance, I guess, for that kind of stuff. It's like, hey, as a guy, it's like, but, but with guys, we're squeamish about that stuff. We don't. Most guys don't want to hear you fart. So, girls only fart in front of men they love. If you don't hear her fart, you don't have her heart. Partially true. Partially true. Another reel I caught, which made me laugh. I mean, you shouldn't be laughing about this. It's actually insane. And it's, it's stupid and it's silly, but it's the reactions of the people that get hit. It's guys who, they do this to each other, okay? Imagine you have a tennis racket with a tennis ball. Guy is barbecuing. One of your friends is barbecuing. You're outside by the pool. This is one the, the video I saw. It was a montage collage of a bunch of stuff. And I don't know if this is a trend now or just these guys that do these stupid things. But the guy winds up like he's going to serve the tennis Ball, and he actually does on the back of the guy about 20 feet away, 20, 25 feet away. There's enough distance. It's not like super close, but it looks like the guy never misses. I don't know how many times they do this and actually miss, but they only put the footage of them hitting. Then the tennis ball usually hits the guy right in the back, and the person just goes straight to the ground. I can't imagine this being safe. I mean, this has to be dangerous. It's a ball, and you're hitting it. I don't know, 70, 80, 90 miles an hour, and it's hitting the person's back. It's scary. 
it's I mean it's foolish when you think about it, but the it's the, the thing that made me laugh. Like at first, I didn't want to like it. I didn't want to laugh. And a lot of the comments, everybody had the same thought. It's like, okay, this is dumb. This is stupid. This is insane, not safe, whatever the case is. And there's nothing funny about it. <laughs> but then I ended up laughing because you can't help laugh after seeing the reaction of the people who are down. It is so funny. Not by them being in, in pain. It's just because then they start laughing right after. It's, it's a thing that goes on between these, these boys, frat boys, whatever, right? But anyway, this generation, they don't care anyway. They'll, they'll do anything for likes. And then there's a guy, and he's near the, whatever, he's somewhere else. Okay, they're outside somewhere. They're playing golf or whatever the case. Guy takes out a racket once again, has a tennis ball, <laughs> blasts him right as he's, he's about to drive. It's, it's crazy, and it's, it's in all these life moments or situations when the person, the victim, least expects it. And what the funny part is, the fact that they start off in pain and then they, they start laughing. And I guess they start to plan and concoct when they're going to they're gonna get them back, right? And it's this ongoing thing, and they have this montage, and it just gets funnier and funnier. But what I realized is things that I would have looked at in the past and said, stupid, you know, not funny, dumb, careless, could really hurt somebody. Now I look at these things, and I, and I look for more and more of these this crazy shit i don't know why because you you know you could be on the can you could be somewhere else you know wasting time watching reels and i don't know there's just and then i i'm like are there any more of these videos out there these crazy things people are doing because you just can't believe they do this but the guy never misses again it has to be edited i'm sure he should put the reel of all the misses to see where the ball actually hits if the ball ends up hitting something else breaking something flying by i mean i think that would be funny because this guy just doesn't miss and i thought i'd bring that up because we are living in the stupidest of times yes but somehow these stupid times still bring a smile to our face and we could still laugh about all this insanity that didn't make up our lives even five ten years ago 15 20 don't remember any of this stuff well because we didn't have social media so we didn't have a running daily journal or diary of everyone's life around the world yeah all eight billion people i'm sure there's a whole bunch of people living in a forest somewhere that don't have social media and are better off for it there's some days i just want to hang it up as in social media just hang it up like a pair of skates and say i'm out of here i think i've mentioned that enough times already drive-by podcast is sponsored by Lee Delis Lafrenet five Montreal locations including the expanded store in Brossard on Tashiro go check it out they have great coffee go by there get yourself a coffee to go in a to-go cup or you could have it there served straight to you they can make a sandwich for you in the middle of the day, any time of the day, and press it as well if you like your sandwiches pressed. Deli meats. They've got the best pastries, and I love their lobster tails. Cannoli, small and big, custom cakes, and always on display for you. Strawberry shortcake being my favorite. It's Lidelis Lafrenet. Check them out for every life moment you're celebrating. Baton Rouge.
Grill House and Bar. They're cooking something up for you. That's right, February 14th, Valentine's. How are you going to celebrate it this year? Where are you going to go? Right, You're going to go somewhere and probably blow money for nothing. And then you're going to be like, I went there and didn't like it. Well, Baton Rouge is going to be having a contest. And I'm going to be telling you more about it next week. I'll be collaborating with them as to how you can win a night out with the person that you love. BatonRouge.ca for the closest location near you. 29 with a new one coming in the Montreal area. LaSalle, but they have them in Ontario. I was in Ontario last week. I saw like three or four of them. They have them in Quebec. They have them in the Maritimes and more and more being added on. You can also check out their menu anytime online as well or at Baton Rouge Grill House on Instagram. Please five-star this podcast if you enjoyed it, even if you didn't. Just five-star it. Thank you. Or review or comment on Apple. Podcast is available everywhere. Amazon, Podbean, Google, TuneIn, you name it. It's there and on YouTube whenever I have guests and I have a guest coming up. Now, usually the drive-by is on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but we'll have a special edition one day earlier with my next guest, comedian, funny guy, funny guy, yes, and an awesome conversation. He's a former Montrealer and he moved to Florida way before shit hit the fan, way before. And you may remember him from uh, a big show here in Canada that he was a part of for several years. Find out who? Coming up. You like that tease? On the next edition of the Drive-By Podcast, I'm Freeway Frank. Ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. The Drive-By Podcast, brought to you by Own Space.